We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf Taf Pei, and then we'll get to today's. We are learning Lilinishmas Moshe David, Ben Naftali Yosef Alevi, Mez Neshama Abdaliya. Also, I have in mind Rafur Shalema for somebody who gave me a name, Tzipor Tzivya Basia Cheved. May she have Rafur Shalema. Okay. Not COVID related. Okay, that's the Chiddush. Okay. All right, and with that, let's get started um, on the review of yesterday's daf. So, what where to start? I believe um, we started at the goof at the bottom of the page, and that's where we're starting a review on daf ein test on the base. So, if Kal Yisrael were 50 percent tor, fifty percent tamei, so we saw that Rav holds. And there was a brisa supporting that, that each one does their own group. There's a Tahar group and the Tameh group, and they're both bringing Pesach Rishoy. If there was majority Tamehim, um, ala Tahorim, so then, even if it's a majority of one, then they, everybody brings a bitoma. We don't, we're not makbit on separating, and that's because ain't korban zibur chaluk. In that case, when we can, when we have an option to join it together, we just do so. Fifty um, percent, I guess, is not considered an option. And Rabbi Lazbar Masya, that there's no such thing as the acceptable of a majority of one. One individual is not enough to bring it uh, that everybody does a betuma. Quotes a positive to that effect. Like Suchal Lizboyach has a Pesach beechod. One person is not going to be able to change the status of how it's brought. Um, even though that's not the simple meaning of the text. Rabbi Shimon says that uh, because even a shevet is called a kal, so therefore, if you have a single shevet that, uh, that's tummy, even if all the other shvatim are tahirim, each one does, uh, for them, does the Pesach for themselves, um, and that's the story. And the reason for Rabbi Shimon is, is because um, a single shevet is called a kahal. That's the story. Um, comes along Rebuta, takes it a nacha, a, 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 you know, one step weiter. Instead of halalu oisin latzman, halalu oisin latzman, he says that if it's a shevet echot even if all the other shvatim are tairin, everybody should do it betuma. And that's because he takes the concept of in korban to an extreme. He says that you can never split out. Now, um, so again, he holds Shevet Ikri Kahal, and therefore it's 50 50, and in Karmen Zibrechaluk, so you've got to do it all the time. Um, we saw um, that if uh, Yisrael is 50% Tar, 50% Tomei, Rab says, what you do is you metama one person, Mishavetz. What are you doing that for to make, him, to make it majority Tomei, that everybody could do it Betoma? Question is, why not split them into two? That's what Rab holds, that you could split it into two. So, halalu oisin latzman, halalu oisin latzman. So the Gemara answers, what we're talking about over here is where the Tameim are up by one. And so the Gemara says, then, fakert, you have a roif, so then just bring it together. The answer is, he holds the Gerbalos Matthew who says that the majority of one is not good enough. So, back to the same thing. So if that's the case, so then it's 50-50, let each one be doing it together. I mean, separately, each one, two groups. Um, so the Gemara is saying is that what Rav is trying to say is this, 
is that if there's a Tana holds like the Tanakama, that half and half, you can't do it all betuma because of, uh, like the Tanakama says, that that's simply not an option. And if you hold like Rabbi Yudo says, that to an extreme aim you can't split a kabbatzibur. It has to be all or nothing, everyone together, or or not at all. No such thing as doing it in two groups. So then, what you the solution would be to be metama one of them with the sheretz, and that's the story. Ula says, no, you don't do that. You t- tell somebody, one person who's taller to pack his bags and move away, not be there, and um, and it'll be b'derek now, why does Ula not like uh, the answer of Rav to say that it's that just being Tamim B'Sheretz? Because he holds that if you're Tamim B'Sheretz, he still can be included in the Pesach Rishon. He, he, after all, he's only Tamim that day. We'll go to the Mikvah that day. He's at full Yom. As soon as it hits nightfall, when he's anyway going to be needing to eat the Korm Pesach, he's already tired enough to eat the Korm Pesach. So therefore, it doesn't have any, um, no, no downside, but there's no uh, reason to push him off. It's not gonna, he's not going to accomplish anything. So Gemara says, so be metamim be meis. So make him tummy meis. So Gemara says, then what are you going to do? Is he going to make him not able, not capable of bringing karma chagiga? So Gemara says, um, and when you send him away, he's not going to be capable of bringing his karma pesach. Is that also not so good? So Gemara says, that, yeah, but that pesach has a, has a concept of a pesach sheni. Uh, but if you lose that on the chagiga, you're totally lost on the chagiga. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? He's only tummy for seven days. On the eighth day, which is the seventh day of Yantiv, he'll be able to bring it because you're allowed to bring the Chagigo all the way up to seven days of Yantiv. So the Gemara says, Ulu says, yeah, no, 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 that's not how the Chagigo works. Chagiga is prime, the mitzvah of Chagiga is on the first day of Yantiv. You didn't do that, you bring it on the second day and so on. Every day subsequently is a Tashlumin for the first day of Yantiv. If you're not chazi to bring it on the first day yomtif because you stomach, then there is no makeup either, and that's why that's not an option. Came along Rav Nachman after hearing Rav Ula's answer, and he said, "Why don't you uh, you go back and tell Ula this?" Hey, quick question. Yeah. So somebody's on the therapy, 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 Oh, because Chagiga, yes, I think he would. And the, the, here's what I think: Why? Because well, Chagiga is a separate um, right. is a separate thing, and all you need is Roi to bring a carbon Chagiga on Pesach Rishon. So now he was he, on first day Pesach. Now he really was Roi in a sense because because um, you could send your Chagiga through a shliach through the mail, you know. Have somebody appointed. That's my theory. I don't. I don't. I, first of all, I didn't see the answer to this question. I'm just. I'm just theorizing right now. As opposed to Karim Pesach, right? He's not. He's not really invalidated from bringing bringing the Chagiga. He's just happened not to be around. So it wasn't a practical. Right, well, you're going to have to exp- uh, uh, explain that he's not, nifsa, not not losing out on the Chagiga by sending him away, because otherwise yeah. it doesn't make any sense, right? He's lo- anyway losing out on the Chagiga by sending him away, so you also messed up, messed him up that way. It's not any better than Tommy Mix. Question, Yuda? Yes, there is. Uh, is, the, is there a wonder? Is there a wonder between Chagiga and Hosha? 
I mean, don't, don't you have Korban when you bring to bed the Korban because you show up to Beit HaMikdash? Yeah. Are those two different Korbanot or the same Korban? Two different, two different Korbanot. One is an Olas Re'iyah. That's a, that's a Ola, Korban Ola. That's what you're talking about. That's a Korban Ola. This is the Shalmei Chagiga. It's holiday related. And it's okay. for you to eat. It's like to have meat on Yantif. Is that Chagiga the same thing as you ate for Pesach? You ate an extra Korban. Is that Chagiga too? Or not that was a Chagiga, but it was the Erev Pesach Chagiga instead of the Yantif Chagiga. The Erev Pesach Chagiga doesn't cover for your Yantif obligation of Chagiga. Okay. A lot of Korbanas. Invest in animals, uh, Yehuda. You, you're going to need, okay. you know, it's going to... Three animals they have to bring. Um, three animals... Chagiga for Erev Pesach. Right. Plus, of course, the Kompesach. You don't forget oh, that yeah, one. That's beside it. And besides anything else you want to talk about, to bring. Exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's an expensive holiday. Yes, yes. But I checked out the Conroe deal and it's even more expensive. <laughs> so there you go. To go to a hotel is more expensive. Okay. Okay, so we're up to Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman has a problem with Ula. What's his problem? He says, who, who's going to be the one who's going to accept the charge of running away? He's here. He came to be Ola Regal. He has his carbonus that he wants to bring. He has everything. He's with his family. And you're saying, sorry, go away. It's like nobody wants to listen to that. Okay. He's going to pick up, pack up all his bags and his tent and, and go somewhere. Come on. Not, not reasonable. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Um, a majority of the people are Zav. Tama Ziva. Now it's important to understand that people who are Tami Ziva, they are unfit uh, to bring Karban Pesach Rishon. Even if Tumot or they're still not allowed to bring uh, Pesach Rishon. And um, uh, they, they, but they could bring Pesach Sheni if they're a minority. Okay? Anyway, so as the individuals. Now, the question is if they, most of the people are Tami Ziva and a minority of the people are Tami Meis, so Rav says those Tami Meisim do not bring Karm Pesach Rishon, nor do they bring Pesach Sheni. They can't bring Pesach Rishon because they're only a miot. And a mute of Toma, it doesn't bring Pesach Rishon. It has to be a Rav Toma in order to bring Pesach Rishon. And, or at least half, okay, according to Rav. And uh, Bashani they can't do because now there's, uh, to get, now you've got to include them together with the Ziva, and uh, they're the majority. And Yachid can do Shani, and not a Tibur can't do Shani. Um, um, Basically, also, well, actually, his far was is that since the Tibur doesn't do Pesach Rishon, so only when the Tibur does Pesach Rishon does the Yachid do Pesach Sheni. Here, the Tibur didn't do Pesach Rishon, so the Yachid can't do Pesach Sheni. Comes along Shmuel and says, Why don't you tell Abba? It says in the Pasuk, Yasu bin Yisrael's a Pesach So, what are you going to do with that Pasuk? So the Gemara says, What do you mean? <laughs> Go tell him, What if everybody's a Zav? I, it says, Vayasa is a Pesach B'mayadai. Nobody's going to be bringing Pesach Rishon because there's oven. It's Layafsha. So when it's Layafsha, it's Layafsha. So I'm telling you here too, it's Layafsha. That's, that's not a kasha. Next, we saw majority are Tami Meis, minority are Zavin. Rebbe Rav Huna says, that year there's no Tashlum Pesach, Pesach Sheini 
because it's being brought betuma, and the zavim do not have an option of pesach sheni. Um, the Rav Hadbarava says no, there is tashlumah from pesach and betuma. So first we thought that the machlekes is whether tumah tchuyi betibor, which is Rav Huna, and tumah hutra betibor, which is Rav Hadbarava, and therefore since it's hutra betibor, it's like their tyrim, and since it's like their tyrim, there's no difference. And there's such a thing, just like by Tayyim, this Pesach Sheni, so do by Tameyim, this Pesach Sheni. That's what we first thought. The Gemara says, Lav Tafka. Could be that everybody agrees that Toma is Dechuya B'Tibor. And it's just a question is, what's able, to, what pushes you off to Pesach Sheni? Is it only Tahira that pushes you off to Pesach Sheni, or is it even Toma pushes you off to Pesach Sheni? You don't have to make it into a fundamental Machloikas. Next case that we saw was that everyone is divided into thirds. A third of the 33% and a third are Zavim. 33 and a third are Taurim, and 33 and a third are Tomei Mason. Okay? Um, so, Rabbi, uh, so Rabbi Mani Barpatr says that those people are Tomei Mace. Um, they don't have an option of either being in Pesach Rishon or Pesach Sheni. They can't bring Pesach Rishon because the majority of the people are, are not Tamei Meis, okay? Because the Zavim combined with the Torim to say that, uh, that this is not majority uh, uh, um, Thomas Meis, and therefore you can't bring it to Pesach Rishon. And they can't bring Pesach Sheni because now you add the, them to the Zavim, and therefore uh, there's now a majority, uh, there's a majority of Tameim, and the majority of Tameim don't bring Betumah. Um, and that's the story. There and that Aruba uh, is not matkula pesach sheni. And there you go. Next we got is the new mishnah. We said that if you have a, if you did the zrikas dama for pesach, then you find out that uh, uh, that he's tummy. Unbeknownst to him, he was tummy. So the tzitz covers for something like that type of tumma, and karm pesach is still acceptable. If the goof of the bailim came tummy. Then the tzitz doesn't work on that, because uh, that's where the halacha is. The nazir and oisah pesach. The tzitz is meratzon tumas adam, but the tzitz is not meratzon tumas aguf. Okay. Now, what if it's uh, tumas atayim? Uh, you know, uh, unknown to any man. We'll see more about tumas atayim in today's daf. Then the tzitz does work on that. So first of all, the implication of the mission is that it's only if you do the zrika before you found out. But if you found out before the Zerika, and you realize that you're a tummy, you can't follow through with the Zerika, and the, if you do, the tzitz won't be maratza on that. Well, we have a contradiction, because it says that the tzitz is maratza. We quoted a source that says that the tzitz is maratza on the dam, on the basar, on the chalev, that was nitma, so all of those. So Ravina says, that Tomaso uh, is Bey Meshogin Bemezid, is Horza, and Zrikaso is Beshogin Gorza Bemezid, Loi Horza. Okay, um, so that's the story. Reb Shilo says, uh, so anyway, so basically, uh, what Ravina is offering here as an answer is that when it comes to the Toma, it works even Bemezid. Um, it's acceptable. But the Zrika, you know, if you already know your Tame, so then, uh, it only works b'shogig and not b'mezid. Okay. So, Rabbi Shilo says, no, the zrika, whether shogig or mezid, is effective, uh, even if you know. 
Um, it's the tuma has to be contracted bishogek and not bimezid. So the Gemara says, in order for the tzitz to work. So the Gemara says, what does it mean being bishogek bimezid that the, the tzitz works even bimezid? It's saying if he's nitba bishogek and he did the zrika bimezid, bimezid, then it's acceptable. Um, I the Mishnah says that dam shenizrak v'akach noida. It says that you had to do the zrika before you found out. Sounds like that if you found out before the zrika. It's uh, not good. So it's not necessarily true. It could be that it's also going to have the same din if you find that before, you did, that you tell me before you did the Zrika and the guy did the Zrika anyway. It's still, or he realized that it became tummy and then he anyway did the Zrika. It's still going to be acceptable. And the reason why we said it this way is to continue, is to lead into the Seifa that that only works for tuma, for the tuma on the dam or, uh, or the chela, but not on the guf of the bailim. That sits is not miratza, even if the zrika was before you found out, which is taking it a step farther. So we wanted to tell you the chiddush and how far it goes, we, even if the zrika has been done before finding out. That's why we stuck to that case in the Resha as well, even though it doesn't need to be talking about that case. Brings us to the next thing, which is the discussion of Thomas Atahayim. So Rami Barchami asked the question: What about the kain himself, who's you bringing the karbanis? Does the is Tumas Hatayim Hutraloi or not? Tumas Hatayim means that there was a, a there was a cemetery underground. Nobody knew about it, or the death a death somebody died. Not even a cemetery. Nobody uh, knows about this dead body that's there. He just got caught up in an avalanche, for instance, dead and to the world, and nobody even knows about it. That's called Tumas Hatayim. Tumma from the depths. Okay. Anyway, so it's an unknown tumma at all. So does that what does that affect the kain or not? You know. So um, do we say that the kalal of tumasatayim bebailim only works for bailim, but for the kain not? Or we don't have a limit for that? Or is it tumasatayim is effective for karbanis, and it doesn't matter who it is, either the kain or the bailim? So Rava brought a raya because we saw Rabbiel learns. That they only say Tumas time only for the mace. Okay, we have a limitation. We'll see it more in today's daf. Tumas time only works on mace bilvad. Not any other kind of tumma that qualifies as Tumas time. Now the question is, what are we coming to exclude? What kind of tumma? Uh, obviously, Tumas time of a sheretz. What else? What other tumma are we talking about? So there was a sheretz that un, that's unknown to man that uh, the person became tummied with. And what are we talking about? If it's bailim, so it doesn't. If it's a nazir, uh, it's not uh, not effective. <laughs> it, it, of course, it doesn't work because if he is tame, uh, it doesn't matter. The pasuk says by nazir kiyamos meis alav. It really doesn't matter, even if it's completely unbe- unknown to him. He's still tame, and it still ruins the carbon. So it's certainly not going to work for him. The Aisa Pesach you're talking about? Well, if you say, ain't shaykhtim bezorkin altamei sheretz, maybe you have a point. But if you hold, eshaykhtim bezorkin altamei sheretz, so then even if he, it's a Tumas time of sheretz, you could bring the carbon anyway. You're not possible from the carbon. Just bring it, and then when a knife will be able to eat it. So if a Tumiyadua is hotralai, Tumas time, do you need a puzzle for? For sure not. So, or you don't need to teach me that, it's obvious. So must be talking about the Kayin, and what do you see? That, it, that, that Thomas Atayim works on Kahanim as well, but not, does not apply to Sheretz, only applies to Thomas Mace. Okay. 
So Rav Yosef says, not necessarily true. You could be Babalim, and it could be Bapesach, and we're coming to be Maid, not Tumas a time of, uh, not Tumas a time of Sharetz, which does make sense in this version. And if you hold that, you could bring the Korban Pesach anyway when you're Tumas Sharetz, but the Tumas a time of a Ziva, also a completely unknown Tuma of Ziva that the person might have. Question is, what is the tumma time of ziva? Is not is is, uh, is is not is not work. The the sits doesn't work on that. I the brisa says Rabbi Yaisi holds that a shemeres yom kineged yom, who's a, a woman who is a, a zava, she has seen one reiya, so she has to do what's called the shemeres yom kineged yom. She checks herself the next day to make sure she's Torah. She wakes up in the morning, sees she's clean. She um, goes to the mikvah. It's Erev Pesach. They bring the Karm Pesach for her. And then, after the Karm Pesach is brought, so uh, basically, um, she sees an extra ear. Okay? So now, um, uh, says, says Rabbi Yossi, um, she can't eat the truma. She can't eat the Karm Pesach, obviously, but she's potter from doing a Pesach Sheni. Doesn't this show? Why is that? Because it, the tits worked on it. Even though she was, she had the Thomas that time. It was an unknown Toma. Um, but the bottom line is, it's uh, um, the tzitz works for it, and that's why it's acceptable and the carbon's good. So Gemara says that's not the reason. The reason is, is because Rabbi Yossi holds that the Toma of Ziva, when she has her second Ria, it's a forward Toma. It's not Metama retroactive, and therefore the fact that she went to the mikveh after day one. She was completely tar then, only then she sees, then she becomes Tuma from then on, but not backwards. And that's why when the Korban was brought, she was Taka Torah. That's the idea. Okay, and that is where we left off. Let's just stop the review.